What is going on, guys, and welcome to episode 8 of the SM Cast. The SM Cast is a weekly podcast where we talk about a lot of stuff from movies to video games to television to my personal life to your personal life to how to help you guys with YouTube, life stuff, anything. And today's episode is going to be about how to win a Smash Ultimate Tournament. Now, you guys probably know what Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is, but if you do not know, don't worry, I will explain it to you. Uh, If you guys have not already, subscribe to my YouTube channel, SM22, and favorite this podcast on Anchor, Spotify, uh, stuff like that, and then we will get onto it in a little bit. So... Uh, I just wanted to kind of just have a mini discussion for a second, and it's it's about uh, tournaments. That's that's why I'm making uh, this episode of the SM Cast about Smash Brothers tournaments. I had my first tournament today, and it was pretty nice. I went and I I didn't win. It, items were on uh, for whatever reason, but. Uh, it was it was very nice to be able to be there and like see a community, you know, to be able to see uh, people. They were they were all teenagers, uh, my age ish, you know, in between I would believe thirteen and seventeen. And uh, I didn't win. I can't. I went in as Wario, and I got bodied by the items because someone just would bust out an Alucard or a Tiki. But I recorded it all. And I put it into a video, so by the time this this video goes out, that video is not out yet. But if you guys are listening to this in the future, then uh, go and l- uh, watch that video. I'd really appreciate it. Anyway, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the fifth iteration of the Super Smash Bros. series. A series that was started in 1998 by Monsieur Masahiro Sakurai. Japanese god. That's pretty much what he is. He's a game developer. He created Kirby. He created Smash Brothers, and he's directed every every Smash Brothers game. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is highly built on Smash Four, but it's improved. I would say uh, it runs on the Nintendo Switch, and uh, it's very good. It's a very fun game. It's very technical, but it also is good to newcomers. I would say it's the perfect middle ground. Whereas Melee is not good for newcomers. Smash Ultimate is super good for newcomers, so I highly suggest that you pick it up if you have not already. It's probably the most successful Smash game. I think it's sold like 15 million copies or something already, which is more than the most successful one before it, Super Smash Bros. Brawl, did it in its entirety. And that game came out 10 years before Ultimate did, and Ultimate's only been out for less than a year, and it's already made that record. So, it's pretty fun. And the community around Super Smash Brothers, the Smash community, they like to hold tournaments, you know, to say like, oh, who's the best Smash player? And there are these things called locals, also known as weeklies, where a group of Smash players uh, get together on a weekly basis and uh, just have a Smash tournament. Now, it is not always uh, a weekly thing. But for the most part, if they can find a good enough group, then it is. I'm highly considering holding some weeklies over here on my own someday uh, where I set up a tournament and make videos about it and everything. That'd be really fun, uh, but I would have to fully get that all laid out and ready to go. So I'm not entirely sure I would do that. But in order to win one of these tournaments, you need to know a few things. So first thing you would need to know is how to play. 
Now, uh, this isn't just, this isn't, oh, wave dashing, short hopping. Uh, you gotta make sure you short hop in air, fast fall, up air, up air, up air, up tilt, down air, uh, jump, and then down B and the opponent dies. It's not that complicated. It is complicated, but just getting the fundamentals, which is where you would get the fundamentals from weeklies because most of the time low level players are the ones that are, that are going to weeklies because they're trying to get better. So just knowing how to play is very important because it's about how to get your general bearings and it's also about how how you can find your your main your main character the one that you really like to play and finding a main is probably the most important thing about learning how to play because if you spread yourself super thin and you play a thousand characters then you're not going to get good at any of them now i'm one of the people who i like playing different characters and uh i would say my it's, it's weird because I don't want to split my attention between many characters, but lately I've been spending a lot of time on Wario and Young Link, and they're both very good, they're both very successful, and um, I really like them because I like their playstyle, they reward um, nice plays, they reward high level plays, so it's really fun to be able to play against, to be able to play against people as them, so I kind of split my attention between the two. Uh, I would say my main focus of the two, though, is Wario, because I really like his combos and stuff. And another important thing to know is combos. Combos are important because it's how you rack up damage. Wario, for example, has an up tilt to up air combo that can get upwards of 60% in one go. If you can get from 0% to 60%, which is very big, it's a big leap, and it put if you guys are at the same stock... It puts you in an immediate advantage if you do that onto your opponent. Because 0 to 60 is nothing to scoff at, and it's nothing to demean just because of what it is, just because of how powerful 60% uh, can really be. There are some moves that will kill at 60% at the ledge. Um, Wario's moves that, in that include that would be his waft, his down B. So if you've saved it for the last stock, that's a nice way to get a stylish kill. And there are a lot of combos with many characters. I suggest what you should do is go online and look up, uh, insert character name here, combos, smash ultimate, and uh, you'll be able to find some really good stuff. You'll be able to find things that you did not think you would be able to, and it's just, it's really great to be able to see that. Another thing about how to win the Smash Brothers tournament, know who you're fighting against. Now, knowing who you're fighting against can be tricky, which is why I say, if you're going to go to a tournament, show up early, before the tournament starts. If the tournament starts at 5 o'clock, you show up 4.30, and you play things called friendlies, where you two, you and a couple other players, uh, one, two, maybe, maybe you're going in a rotation order, just play a couple matches, you know, just to get a bearing of, like, what it is to feel like with zero stakes, and uh, it's very nice to know because hey maybe you're fighting this person in a future round maybe you're fighting them round one you don't know but if you know who the person is and you know how they play after playing friendlies then you'll be able to know what they're doing it also is a double-edged sword because now they know what you're doing but that's when you change up your fighting style a little bit that's when you change from being a camper to being a offensive attacker which is um 
a pretty big leap, something that a lot of pe- a lot of players won't get automatically, but uh, it's something that people won't always under won't always get. So it's so it's good. It's good. Another thing that you should focus on is just meeting people. Actually, just like being able to meet people who have a common interest in the Smash in Smash Brothers is is huge because one it makes you friends. And two, you guys always have some common interest. It's not like going out into the street being like, hey, you like Smash Brothers? Hey, do you like Smash Brothers? They're there because I like Smash Brothers. You wouldn't be at a Smash Brothers tournament if you weren't a fan of the game. Unless you're like a news reporter or something and just don't know what you're talking about. But uh, there's always something that drives you there. And the game is what drives you to the tournaments. Which means you always... Whoa, someone outside is just really driving and it's just bothering me. Someone outside uh, is just very disrespectful. You know, young people always being disrespectful. Anyway, uh, you always are able to meet friends who have a common interest and who share in that common interest and who indulge in that common interest, which is very good in being able to make you friends because making friends is good for you. Don't not make friends, kids. I That's basically what I can say. So, you know how to make friends, you know how to play, you know who you're playing, you know how to do the combos. What are you going to do from there, you ask, even though I'm not qualified to answer that question. You go to the tournament, and you pray that you're last in bracket. Because if you're last in bracket, then you know exactly what everyone else is doing. If someone else is is doing the same character as you, you can see what they're doing. You can see what they're doing that you're not, and you can learn from that a little bit and also go to the veterans who are there there are some people who have been going to tournaments weeklies for years if this if it's your first time don't be afraid to walk up to them but don't be afraid to say hey can you give me some pointers can you give me some pointers on what to do because those people are qualified to help you i'm not qualified to help you i don't know why you're even listening to this podcast because i am not qualified to help you win a smash brothers tourney but there's someone who's been going to a tournament for 10 years and they are qualified to help you because they've played multiple games, they've played multiple years, and they played thousands of matches. And that means that they just have raw experience, which is able to help them. So I hope that that was kind of helpful, <laughs> getting help from them. But another thing that I can tell you is just to... When you're going to the tournaments, be a, be a good sport. Don't be a sore loser because in the beginning, you're going to lose. There's no way that you're not going to lose. If you're, think about it. If someone's been going there for 10 years and it's your first day, you are not going to beat them. If you think about it in terms that normal people understand, not non-video game players understand. If you've been playing basketball for 20 years, right? And you've just been going at it every single day and you're the best of the best. You joined the Lakers, right? The Lakers of the 90s, okay? These guys are pros, you know? They good, right? If you are joining up with them and y'all are being cool and then some schmuck kid just walks up and then tries to dunk on you, he ain't going to dunk on you because you've been playing for 20 years and he's been playing for 20 minutes. There is no way that that kid is going to be able to dunk on you unless you let him, which is where it can kind of swap into a Smash Brothers setting. If a newbie walks in 
and just tries to beat you, they're not going to beat you if you unless you throw it. Unless you homie stock, unless you SD, unless you do whatever. Unless you just don't even play, which is possible. Maybe you just don't play that week. I don't know. But don't be a sore loser because in the beginning you're just gonna you're gonna lose a lot. It's it's common. It's common to lose a lot. It's common to not win in the beginning because you're still new to it. You could have been practicing on your own for ten years, but you have no idea what all these other people are doing. You have no idea what they do because you've never interacted with them before. You've never interacted with other people in a tournament setting. Whereas the person the brawl veterans, you know, They've been playing for years and they've been going to the tournaments for years and they know every single person by name. They know their main, they know their play style, they know exactly what it is that everybody does. And you're just not going to know that going in at the beginning. So not being a sore loser is actually very good because it gives you a sense of, how can I say it? It gives you a sense of approachability. I guess <laughs> if you're not a sore loser, people don't like you. People will be like, man, respect, mad respect, dog. But if you're a sore loser, e, not mad respect, bad respect. <laughs> Get it? Bad respect. Okay, I want to take a, a moment out of this podcast episode. We are going to get back to how to win an ultimate tourney, but I thought for a minute, why don't I just talk about the whole Area 51 raid real quick? Because I just thought about it again. Um, yeah, people have been raiding Area 51 all day. I heard on the news that someone was shot. I cannot verify if that is true or not. But uh, it is sad that he got shot. But I hope he learns his lesson about, like, don't storm a government base. That's not good, kids. I don't care how right you think you are. You do not storm a government base. Because the government is not afraid to fight back. You think that just because you're Murricans that the government's not going to want to fight you? Who cares? The government doesn't care. They're going to fight back. It doesn't really matter. And um, if we are... Okay, you know what? I'm going to talk to the aliens real quick. Hello, Monsieur Aliens. If we are not alone in this universe, if it is us humans and you aliens, please don't be like us humans. Because hum- humans like to take over things that aren't ours. We like to go to other places and claim it as our own. And if you're anything like us aliens and you are stronger than us, then you will come and annihilate us. So please, don't be human. Don't come and destroy us, please. Because there are some good ones. There are some good humans out there. I I, I know a few. Sparks is a good human. Slaver Killer is a good human. Jada is not. But, but, uh, those people are good humans. So don't be like us humans and don't attack us, please. I'd appreciate it if you would just acknowledge that that is the correct statement. Thank you, Mr. Alien. And uh, we're going to get back to the podcast. Okay. Okay, so back to the Smash Tournament stuff. I'm sorry that I got sidetracked with the the whole thing about Area 51. Oh, no. But uh, back to the Smash Tournaments. So we're coming to th- we're coming to a close, okay? Let's say... You won your first tournament, right? And let's say you won $50, all right? Let's say, let's just say that. Don't be a sore winner, you know? Like, it's good to pop off. Popping off is when, uh, after you win a set, you uh, do, like, a victory dance, kind of. Just don't go too far with it, you know? Just don't, don't, don't be a dick about it, I guess is what I can say. Just like, don't, don't be rude. It's just, that's all I can really say. Don't be rude. Don't be disrespectful to anybody else. 
because uh like like I said before, I didn't say this before, but I probably I should have. Uh treat people the way you want to be treated. That's just how that's just being nice actually. That's just being respectful to your fellow humans just kind of in general. So, you know, there there's a lot out there that people are just uh going to be rude, but uh don't be rude back to them, please. I'd appreciate it if you were not rude. I would appreciate it if you were a nice person, if you were a nice human being. Uh, that that'd be pretty neat if you were nice. You know, if you if you're rude, just uh, don't be. I guess is what I can say. So, yeah, um, that's pretty much how to win a tournament. You know, like I mean, I can't really help you guys too much in how to win a tournament because I've never won a tournament. <laughs> but uh, just it's about it's going to a tournament like that is honestly less about winning the tournament. It's it's more about playing the people, getting to know other fellow people, getting to know people who like the same thing you like, getting getting to getting to make real friends, getting to have lifelong friends, I could say. Cuz like it's odd, but I know a lot of people who even though I've never seen their face in real life, even though I've never rushed them and given given them a hug or anything, I can tell the years from now, I'll look back on my friendship with them fondly. And a lot of that has to do with just common interests. And if you find someone face-to-face who has that common interest, then you'll be able to make lifelong friendships. And, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. What if I made a Nussum cast episode one day just about friendships? (laughs) That'd be pretty nice. But, yeah, so... I appreciate you guys listening to this podcast episode. I apologize that it was super short. This episode is only about 18 to 20 minutes, but I really can't express how much just I'm I'm under some time pressure right now, so it's not really the best thing for me to make a long episode, but it's okay. And I will see you guys in the next episode of the SM cast where we will talk about other stuff. If you guys have any suggestions for future episodes, please leave them in the comment section down below if you're listening to this on YouTube. And I will see you guys next time. This has been the SMCast. Wait, I'm, I keep messing up this outro, but I've been your host, SM22, and this has been the SMCast.